They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. Awesome. So we are recording. Welcome back to the show, Ryan. How you been, man? We 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 were just talking about how the last time we spoke was pre-corona, and I've been really beating that political drum on my last episodes, and I'm just so tired of it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's uh, it's hard to not. You know, I don't know. I think, like you said, I'm trying to avoid the political at all costs, but it's just it's a barrage. No matter where you look, it's hitting you. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, and I and I did that episode on mimetic occultism, and it's 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 at the end of the day, and with with the issue is that we can't ignore that magic is real in this world, or or once was a a, re, a very real thing. Obviously, we know the occult is a very big thing, and occult just means hidden. But I'm talking about these occult practices from these mystery schools back then, and all roads lead back to Egypt. And it's funny because I talked about mimetic occultism where it, they're using propaganda to speak to the soul on a deeper level. And these talks have been around for hundreds of years, even Platonism. When when Plato wrote uh, Plato's The Republic, he talked about eliminating certain instruments and certain musical notes that spoke to the soul and even throwing out actors and all this crazy stuff. And it just makes you think like, a guy from the year 300 having this type of knowledge and it blows my mind that we go back and we even reference him even till this day that they have influence in society till this day and for a lot of those that don't know plato was the father of modern day eugenics he even he talked about certain people the elites breeding with one another and and it, it just goes back to that 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 transhumanistic movement that we're seeing even to this day wanting to merge with the ai and all this craziness mm-hmm and it just it just blows my mind, man. But have you 
what's the latest on space wolf research ryan how's that been going for you i knew you posted something about getting struck by lightning <laughs> something burned down what was all that about contact i guess yeah <laughs> uh, yeah we definitely made contact um you know it's just another place on the planet that's under this same thing we're talking about these uh but yeah, uh, Plato nailed it. I, I just have to pay homage a little bit to what you were saying. And I think, yeah, anybody that hasn't read up on Plato, you need to check it out because talk about it was all there. And, you know, science is kind of the new religion. And it's strange because most scientists, if you look at what they are into, it's back to these mystery schools. A lot of them are members if not affiliated or interested at least in this. So anyway, leading into Space Wolf, yeah, we, um, we, we talk about the garden and the gardener. You know, if that's the garden, <laughs> I planted every seed I could think of to, you know, speaking metaphysically to try to get some kind of contact. And... Um, you know, what you were saying, you know, magic, you know, the garden of your mind is a lot more powerful than you think. And if you uh, focus on a particular project, issue, item, whatever that is, I dare to be mistaken that that's not exactly what your life will manifest. And, and uh, yeah, it's uh, more to come, hopefully, you know, we got, we're back better built up better than before, uh, neater systems, kind of a metamorphosis sort of, uh, you know, I feel like we were a, uh, in a cocoon before and we've kind of blossomed into a butterfly opening up in a different aspect now. That's awesome. Before we get into it, Ryan, can you share with people your, your podcast as well as your Instagram and any, any, you bet. Yeah. The podcast is, um, hero paranormal look it up wherever you hear podcasts hopefully it's there or just go to heroparanormal.com it's also on youtube and uh the science project slash real estate interest <laughs> is spacewolfresearch.com and it's uh under swr on facebook but spacewolfresearch.com will probably uh show you kind of what it's going what's going on and what we're about yeah, and last time you were on, we talked about Skinwalker Ranch, one of the places that that interests me because there's a lot of places in this world that are really interesting, and that's definitely one of them. There's, there's, I don't know if it's otherworldly or if it's government or what it is, but there's some strange, strange things that happen out there. And before all this stuff hit with the with COVID, I wanted to to really go out there and i've been thinking that once it's done after this just taking a trip out to egypt that i've been wanting to take and just just going all out and just really going out there and seeing things and uh, i talked to my cousin about maybe doing a hunting trip out in colorado and out in the west or something right just after all this 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 crap right is done It'd and just great. really letting loose because we're all cooped up and i don't know man it's like you said life was better <laughs> we had it good back then until What's that one saying? You don't know what you have until it's gone? Yeah, that's the <laughs> truth. That is the truth. Have you, so you feel you made contact with, with what exactly? Well, we really don't know yet. 
And it could be a variety of things. Uh, I don't want to limit myself and try to analyze what it could be, but it did seem like a specific target was uh, triggered and an unlikely target, which was insulated, obviously, by tires and all kinds of things. And RVs usually aren't hit by lightning because of that. Uh, they're fully insulated, kind of a cage of insulation, really. But it was vaporized instantly. So it, it was definitely a specific target. What? And I mean, if you look at the picture, it's almost like a pipe of light. Were uh, you in it? No, I was not in it. And what's scary is there were people <laughs> in it just the weekend before. There was a team of actually trackers uh, from the Four Corners area who were very Native American trackers involved with the team, very familiar with skinwalkers and things that are bipedal and hairy. And uh, they gathered some things. They were blown away, but luckily not too blown away because. <laughs> not literally. Next... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That is insane. So we're talking maybe, maybe direct energy weapons or something of that nature because it turns out that there is a possibility that there is the Thor's legendary hammer, they call it, I believe. And it's it turns out this is just a theory. I don't believe necessarily, again, I don't want to corner anything. I don't know whether it's something metaphysical, otherworldly. But uh, there is scientists have agreed that there are lasers that can't circuit storm clouds and trigger lightning strikes by heating microparticles in the air above specific targets and i don't doubt it not one not one not one percent do i doubt that because it, it like how your shirt says i i do believe that that does exist and there is technology maybe perhaps of out of this world if you want to believe in that or not and but at the same time, Ryan, how, how does it because I've been in this loop, obviously, being into conspiracy theories and ancient civilizations and the metaphysical and the physical and trying to understand consciousness when consciousness doesn't even understand itself. And I just think I go, what if the world is just as messed up as it is just because and there's nothing else like a, almost like a nihilistic point of view where things just happen because and then the stoic comes out of me it's like well you just can't control that so it's just part of this world right you know mm -hmm. what i mean like you want to think about maybe there are these reptilian elites that are trying to control our thoughts and our energy and and we're living in this simulation but at the same time it's like well maybe it just did get struck by lightning mm -hmm. <laughs> or do you think that's something to distract you know what i mean like i just think about all the different points of views and it just i don't know where i stand sometimes you know what i mean yeah, it could be that it's very difficult to say, you know, there, there is definitely kind of going back to what we were talking about, what you manifest is wh whether you know it or not, uh, you may be manifesting something without knowing it. And, you know, just showing an interest in some of these topics will definitely open the mind up to the possibility of other topics. And again, if you're engaging in these thought processes, much like the phenomena itself, I feel that you are bound into a loop where the world gets smaller and smaller, where you funnel into a bunch of mm -hmm. unique, like-minded individuals that have a tendency to interact with this stuff more often.
and uh, they call it call it what you will. Um, you know, some call it the Invisible College. Others call it, you know, there's tons, you know, there's tons of names for it. But Plato was definitely, you know, a member of whatever you, <laughs> this is because he had an infinite amount of time to spend figuring out the matrix in which we live. Yeah, and, and and that's what Platonism has to do with Neoplatonism, and and that sprouted. That was, and regardless of what what religion you're part of, when you talk about manifestations and you talk about intent, and 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 that's that's why I believe in the law of attraction because the mind is a very powerful thing. If, if you, even if you don't believe in that type of stuff. But when it comes to praying and meditation and doing all these things, you're focusing all your energy. And then when you do it within a congregation or a community of people, you're all collectively focusing that energy in one place. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, some people say, oh, prayer does work. Meditation does work. Regardless of what you believe in, it, it, it does have an effect. And Plato, he sprouted what's what's almost this this. Uh, how do I explain it? What the Gnostics took, Neoplatonism, where where is the where is, there's a source, right? There's these almost different dimensions, the source and emanationism, where it, it after, out of that comes these different realms of reality, and it all just leads back to one thing. If you, if you want to call the source God or the One or whatever He may be to you, because last time we spoke, we took we we almost went down this rabbit hole of ancient civilizations where we talked about where all these civilizations and these religions were just the same thing over and over and over again. And that's what it is. It's the same thing over and over again, just interpreted differently by different groups of people in different parts of the world. And each and every single one of them just had a, a different take on it. And as humans, as, as human beings, we want to androgenize everything. We want to have a narrative fallacy for things to be able to explain where we come from. And then the other side of me comes in, maybe we're just here. Maybe we are just stardust and we're nothing. And when we die, nothing happens. But then the other side of me comes out. Maybe we were <laughs> genetically modified by aliens back then, the Anunnaki. And they they enslaved us to mine gold for them. But then I go, if they're so advanced, why would they enslave us to mine gold? You know what I mean? Like there's mm -hmm. things you can say to debunk. And I like to look at things from all the different points of views. But but Plato, Plato was on another level, very, very, I mean, he talked about Atlantis, you know, there's there's so many different things that he talked about. And it, he was so ahead of his time. And also like Nikola Tesla, Nikola Tesla was ahead of his time. Just these these people who who. I don't know, I mean, Tesla thought he was talking to aliens. <laughs> he died of depression because he had fought the pigeon he had fallen in love with died and. I don't know. I don't know. And I, I, but what you're talking about making contact, it just makes me think of these people back then that that when they would ask them, you know, who told you? It's like, well, the nomos, like the 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 the, the tribe, the Dogon tribe in in Africa, where they were taught all these different skills, agriculture, and and all these different other skills. And when they asked them, you know, who who told you? It's like, well, the nomos the fish-headed people it's like where did they come from not of this world they didn't say from outer space they didn't say they were extraterrestrial they said out of this world 
So is that metaphysical? Is that is that interdimensional? Is that extraterrestrial? What is that? But it's again, it makes me it just it just blows my mind when I start to think about these things. It's it's so hard to say what it could be because it may be all those things, and that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these things tend to tend to accumulate much like a matrix or a grid or a even a screen, uh, even a metal mesh colander, really. But these things tend to tend to coagulate in the same areas, and there is an energy within that sphere that uses all of those properties to really not only engage the observer more, but to more focus the outcome to what the observer expects. So yeah, it's, it's really wild. There's, uh, for example, going back to Space Wolf, I, I thought, well, I, I was doing everything wrong because here I got struck by lightning, literally the hammer of Thor, whether that be, <laughs> whether that be government, otherworldly or something in between. And, um, then I thought, wait a minute, that that's actually, you know, this is exactly what I was looking for. You know, literally the ringing of the gong or a, a, a wild shaking of the obvious that there is something taking place here that is not taking place in other places. So yeah. that in a way is magic. But at one point um, I thought, well, there's no connectivity here. I can't figure out what's going on. Until I spoke with a quote unquote, and this is a leap of faith again, uh, somebody who, well, I mean, they are military, but they claim to be involved with things that are more clandestine and not spoken of hmm. uh, or mentioned. And they said, well, you maybe you're just limited to the time frame or something like that. You're just, what? You're, you're missing out. You're missing the, it, well, and this hit me again because it comes back to what I'm about to mention, but you're missing the forest for the trees. You're, you're missing what's happening because of the timing. You're thinking that you're taking it personally and you can't take it personally. This is just a, something taking place. And uh, I went back through a bunch of archives looking at stuff and lo and behold, looking at a remote viewer named Dragonfly back in 2003, hired by Robert Bigelow, um, they mentioned much of the characteristics that were seen upcoming right before the fire and or the hit. And, uh, you know, reading those perceptions from that remote viewer, I thought, well, that's strange because I remember somebody reaching out to me saying, hey, will you go check in this general area? Somebody, people are seeing things on fire. And I went to that general area that I ended up buying later, and there was nothing on fire. In fact, I took a video or a picture of the ranch next door to me and around me, all the other properties around me um, on the east and the west. And it was very odd. There was no fires anywhere. Yet, fast forward, I 
look back on this information and the person who reached out to me to check is no longer, well, they're still on Facebook, but that was the only post they ever made. And their name is very interesting and governmenty. Don't tell me it's Ingersoll Cold, is it? Is that what? No, no, but you're going along. <laughs> you're, you're, you're jump. That's the kind of stuff that it's jumping into, and, and I don't like that kind of stuff because once you open that Pandora's box, people can say or do anything, and uh, so I try to ignore it. But yeah, the remote viewing sounds a lot like what happened in 2003. The remote viewer may have seen what happened in 2020 nearby. Ooh. So do you believe in that type of stuff? I do, and it's not by accident. It, again, I would not believe. I didn't used to. And I had a situation where I was kind of in one of those lucid moments when you're between sleep and being awake. And I saw somebody in a very clear location with other people I didn't recognize. And... Uh, it was so perfectly clear and I, I had such a good view of it that I kind of snapped out of being asleep, called that person and they basically said, yeah, I'm here with exactly the people you're describing in exactly the room you're describing. How are you seeing me? Like what's going on? And I said, I, I explained what happened and they didn't believe me. You know, they thought I was like spying on them in some other yeah. state, but <laughs> it was like the craziest thing. And I couldn't replicate it. I couldn't do it again. Come to find out that's exactly what remote viewing is. And so then I started looking into instruction and, and that sort of thing. Mm. And lo and behold, same by the same person that that was in charge of the group that did it in 2003, coincidentally. So that Interesting. Happened. Yeah. I feel that there is. I mean, I think it's... <clears throat> It's mostly not real when it comes to that type of stuff, like mediums. And I, 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 again, but I haven't had any experience with it. I just feel some people are are full of it more than others. But I, I do think that there is certain types of people who can tap into certain things. Maybe it has to do with their bloodline. Last time you had talked to me about the RH and the haplogene X and all this stuff that goes way back. And I looked more into it and it's, it's gotta do, it's gotta do with all of that. It's gotta do it's with, the ancient blood. <laughs> it's gotta you do with the skinwalker. Mm -hmm. And I did an episode recently on the Wendigo and it made me think of the skinwalker because there was this, I forgot who it was. It was a, a, a native American author. I, I believe that he talked about how, no matter the race, no matter the people, they have always been visited by a type of Wendigo, almost hinting at this sort of of reptilian-esque being that has visited different people throughout all of history. And maybe, perhaps, or it's something that we come up with collectively as a people. If enough people believe in it, it's real. I, I don't know. I don't know. Have you, I, I'm curious to ask you, have you made any, have you, do you have anything new on Bigfoot at all in your neck of the woods? It's yeah, there's, there's some interesting, very interesting stuff. And it's, you know, similar to the Wendigo and the Skinwalker. 
the shapeshifter. All these things, in my opinion, should be classified in the same box. And you'd be you'd be amazed at how often people are not willing to share information because they think they're talking about something different when it may be the very same trickster. And uh, I only say trickster because it's something that can manipulate space, time, and really the holographic universe around us it can it can manipulate our emotions it's it's uh very cunning and the the fact that people are unwilling to share this information is kind of retracting from like the research because we're probably looking at the same thing a lot of times the same smells the same emotions the same characteristics are seen the glowing eyes the uh the ability for these creatures to manifest and then just disappear with with the greatest of ease and it's it's something that i i think we're missing the ball because we're all swinging at something different instead of listening to each other if we listen to each other we might actually swing at swing and hit instead of swing and a miss and you talked about i think it was in your book the one that i read i forgot the name of it the where you did have your your feelings changed right you had a, a where you felt like disoriented or something like that yeah for sure the coolest most just mind rape it was literally like this thing and i don't know what to call it i don't think it meant me harm but it didn't mean me any good either. But this, it, it, it was able to basically just peer inside all of my downloaded memories and go through them like a Rolodex and pick the ones that impacted me the most, literally playing me like, you know, a fiddle. And uh, hitting the high notes and the low notes. It didn't matter if it was a positive or a negative, just that it was far from average. So it seemed very arconic that it was enjoying going through the magic of uh, hitting these high points and low points in my in my memories. And its activities seemed to be, in my opinion, Oh, I wouldn't call it spiritual, but it seemed to be able to utilize things that are considered omnipotent the way we would use a Swiss army knife. You know, it knew what it was mm -hmm. doing. It knew what it was doing. It had skills. That That's very interesting. And, huh. And, and do you think that this... I don't know if you want to call it an entity or 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 what. Do you think it's just only at the you know on Skinwalker property? What would you what's the name of you? Uh, I always mix it up. You tin the the basin. Forgot the name of it. You went to, you went to basin. You went and right. Do you think it's just only secluded to that, or do you think that this is something that? perhaps is is in other places how you're saying almost this godlike yeah. thing that can that can 
tap into. I, I believe that the DNA is the Kashuk records. I mm-hmm. believe that that's what it really is. It's not this cloud, right? That's the original cloud, our, our right. DNA, because they talk about one strand of DNA can hold, I don't know how much, a, a ridiculous amount of data. Yeah, so man. I feel that there is some sort of people through rituals, through whatever that can tap into that as a collective and download that information. And maybe that's how these people that they say that everything's already happened all at once already, mm-hmm. that the universe is constantly expanding. So it would make sense that these ancient people from back then were able to tap into that and to know how to do certain things that would be that that you would think they aren't technologically able to do, but they're able to figure it out through tapping into this record. You know what I'm trying to say? Like they can absolutely take a glance, and that's how maybe maybe that explains how they were able to do things that we can't explain. Well, maybe I I absolutely agree. I think that it was able to do this ancient technology, if you want to call it that. And it may have only seemed spiritual to me or godlike because I'm not familiar with it or was not familiar with it. In retrospect, you know, I can see why a lot of the legend is completely accurate, completely accurate. And if, you know, much like a dog comes up and sniffs another dog's butt, if the entity is able <laughs> to tap into your Akashic record, why wouldn't it, you know, just like tap in and know exactly who it's dealing with instead of just, you know, pretending. And I, I really have heard some interesting theories and one that's gained a little traction with me. I, I don't want to go too far down the runway, no pun intended, but the, the area is much like, you know, UFO Alley, the UNA Basin is much like a runway and that these entities and even ourselves are able to blast off and land here, uh, at least from a astral perspective or uh, being able to peek behind the veil in some way, shape or form. And the issue with that is if this is a runway, much like the tires leave those marks, that this intelligence is gathering more intelligence every time it's accessed and so Mm. much like an artificial intelligence it's getting wiser and wiser whether it's an ancient technology otherworldly or something else i don't know what it could be but uh it it may be i i love going down the gin uh funnel because it also checks all the boxes it's much like the native american aspects of the legend, they check every box of what this creature entity or uh, omnipotent intelligence that seems to be omnipresent is able to do. For the, and correct me if I'm wrong, for for the people, for the natives there, Mm -hmm. do they, because I've heard various things that the Skinwalker could be a, a curse from the from the different rivalries that there was around the area of the different tribes and whatnot do the natives there have any sort of deity that can that checks all those boxes as what you're describing what are their beliefs as far when it comes to that because are they familiar with with how this thing acts what are their stories because i know the, the one the main one i've heard is that it is 
a curse. And that's mostly the one that you hear everywhere when when somebody builds something on a on an uh, ancient Indian burial ground. Oh, it's cursed, like the Amityville mm-hmm. Horror. Well, it might have been built on a ancient burial ground. That's why it's cursed, and that's why you have these. The, you know, if you're familiar with that case, the 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 metaphysical aspect of it, right? Yeah. What do they? What do the natives say about that? The curse is a very easy explanation for outsiders to just grab, run with. Um, all, although the Native Americans are, of course, familiar with the curse, and that is <clears throat> a reality that they were told by the other tribe that they were, in fact, cursed. And there's historical data providing if it, you believe uh, verbal tradition, native tradition, if you believe that there is historical data there, that these things all took place. However, from an ancient technology perspective, the Native Americans are very familiar and culturally aware that these native technologies and ancient technologies, because they were aware of it for generations. This is something that I think we're scratching the surface to. They've been aware for many generations that if someone is ill-intentioned and wanting to gain power, there are steps available to make what it is they want to happen happen and if you keep digging around in the desert at night you're going to find that there's things that can happen yeah it's almost like we don't belong there exactly right because Mm -hmm. it's this and they talk, and they and they talk about that about having demons, uh, the jinn, in 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 the desert, and very very interesting. But I just didn't know if if there was another explanation for it. But what you're talking about is what we've been talking about about magic, about intent, about wanting to manifest things. And yes, there are ways to go about it, and that's why I feel that. I've talked about this before about these sort of lost languages where the point in time that we're living today, like the original alphabet only had 17 letters and they added letters that don't even, that never even existed. They added almost to sort of take away the power that we had at one time. I feel lame. That's why they call it spelling because you're casting spells. That's why I don't say things that I don't mean because you have to be very careful when it comes to those sort of things because we do have power. When it comes to that, maybe it is our minds because I know last time we spoke, you were going to be writing a book and looking into consciousness. Have you done anything with that? And and you told me you're going to be working a little bit about uh, some, you know, talking about consciousness at all. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It's very strange because the more that you look at consciousness, like you were saying earlier, you become aware that once consciousness is aware of itself, it kind of runs and hides, <laughs> um, right? It doesn't want to look in the mirror. No. And uh, that, that causes all kinds of fractal, literally veils and the matrix that we're discussing possibly. And, and it, it's strange because this technology, if you want to call it that, you know, again, in the deserts of the Middle East, for years, people have known that you can go out there and access 
these technologies, these, these, uh, what, what there's, I hate to name them, but these, these spirits of the desert, these, uh, <laughs> yeah, the it, uh, hierarchies of non corporeal intelligence that seem to wander in area areas of high silica, much like, uh, really? Yeah. Much like the silica in our cell phones. Um, Interesting. In fact, yeah. And it, it, very many Sufi, uh, spiritual leaders in fact are convinced that, uh, the reason Silicon Valley is able to do what it does. And I don't want to go down the whole, wow. Yeah, yeah, man. It gets that crazy. dude, that just, that just made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up that I never really thought about that, dude. Yeah. They're, I never compressing, all, that. they're compressing all that silica into a tiny chip that is able to through energy manifest very long distances in seconds you know like the like the legions of jinn for solomon yeah yeah wow yeah i didn't i never thought about that but it makes sense because there are there are monks and that that would live underground for extended periods of times and they talk about how and 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 bear with me but i always talk about the other sinister agenda that that there's going on and i call these forces the reptilian overlords because it sounds cool if they're actually reptiles i don't know maybe i'd like to think they are but i like that's what i call them so maybe the powers that be know about they definitely 100% know about all this. So these monks, they would go underground for extended periods of times. And for those that don't know, DMT, and, and they would do these breathing exercises because the lungs are the part of the body that produce the most DMT. And with with the darkness, it would activate their penile gland. And I'm not 100% on this. I've just you know br browsed over it quickly. But apparently they'd be able to tap into something otherworldly through these breathing exercises and, and and produce dmt in their bodies and they're able to hallucinate or, or whatever it is and they would go underground for this it may, in the middle of the desert it's almost kind of the same thing it's dark very dark the only thing is maybe you might feel uh, i always talk about this about this lost connection of civilization because back then when you would look into the sky these people had to feel a connection nowadays we're talking about i'm talking about darkness I'm in front of a computer right now. I have a, a screen right here. I have a screen here. I have a screen over here. All this light all over us, light pollution. Maybe this is part of the plan to suppress that. You know what I mean? To suppress. But, but I, I'm 100% on board with what you're talking about. It's, it's got to do with, with the Nokian magic as well, with the with the language of the angels, with, with people who do the Ouija board and they talk to different angels and all this stuff. Maybe, maybe it is an angel or maybe it is this other, uh, what'd you call it? Spirit of the ancients. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe perhaps it is that, but that's very interesting. I did not understand. I did not know about that, about the silica. And, and so, and that, in that skinwalker area, there's a concentration of that. You know, it is just an area much like the world. <laughs> Sedona, the Middle East and areas. Um, it's, a, it's a place where the veil between 
I don't know. The veil between what's happening behind the scenes, uh, behind the machine, and what's happening in our reality seems to literally rise up out of the geography, uh, whether that be in different forms, sometimes quite literally in the form of a wolf, uh, animals, other times in the form of more of a person. And I think there's multiple things going on here. It's not as simple as just saying, you know, the universally recognized, oh, it's a curse. You know, it's like, no, mm. man, there's so much going on. And because we want to explain it, I think that we end up totally missing it. And I think if we didn't have our settings on completion, if we had our settings more on progress, we would start to quickly see the the image of what's taking place and and it's really a beautiful thing i think there yeah it's interesting you mentioned the middle east because obviously a lot of a lot of crazy things have happened over there as far when it comes to spirituality and, and all these different aspects of life and I know behind you is—is is that a picture of the, the tree of life? Oh yeah, uh, the cult of Baal. Yeah. Yeah. Kabbalah, like that—that that right there, that yeah. is wild. Where they talk about this language, these letters that literally manifested the world, and all these like things like that blow my mind. Where, again, they use language. They use. Uh, things to manifest and it, it, if you want to call it you know it's magic man <laughs> <laughs> it is magic if you want to look at it from a totally like I, what my favorite is is when you end up with the super hardcore my best friend is a is a preacher and when you end up with the super hardcore person that's like hey i got the bible this is it for me if you can show me where it is in there i'll listen and it's like okay so you take all those things that we just discussed and you take the fact that it discusses in the Garden of Eden, which things are pretty good right now. And it, we're pretty good when the Apple computer came out, the Macintosh. And, you know, that Apple literally has a bite out of it in the logo. It's rumored that a woman was the first one to buy one and it sold for $666. Yeah. yeah. So it's all there. <laughs> you know, even if you... It, you know, no, no, that's not what it's saying. Well, that's exactly what it's saying. It's information. It's intelligence. It, you may be stripped of a lot of things by gaining this knowledge. Are you willing to do that? And we, we are stripped of a lot of things. You and I are literally not engaging with the rest of the world right now. We're engaging with these screens, like you said, yeah. in, in, in an otherworldly fashion that is uh, godlike. It is. It is. But and you you do know the 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 father of modern day computers, Charles Babbage, and you talked about science being the new religion earlier. The reason he he was a, a mathematician and and he a lot of his ideas were incorporated to make the modern day computer. His his initial intent was to contact Satan when making the computer. He wanted to be able to. He, pretty much what is god what is this you know what i mean like this 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 otherworldly power and they use he used a computer to he did a, a this ritual 
to try and contact Satan. And 100% these elites, they are very well-versed in these sort of things because, and I talked about this the other day, what does an Egyptian obelisk have to do with God at the Vatican? Why do they have an Egyptian obelisk there? Why is there an obelisk at Washington, D.C.? on our dollars what is this all this iconography that we see on there what is the purpose of that what is you know what i mean like why Uh, for the longest time i believe it was behind a currency there was a a was a a picture of dionysus for for a very long time and what is you know what i mean we're america what does that have to do anything with what we're trying you know what i mean so it's obviously it's something uh, and that's why I say all roads lead back to Egypt because a lot of the things that 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 they, they I, I believe I don't believe the Egyptians were the ones that built everything. I believe they just stumbled upon it. What I call civilization X, this more advanced civilization that was there way before the Egyptians, and they just stumbled upon the 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 whatever was there. Mm-hmm. And I believe those were the, the ones that really understood what the purpose of the pyramids were, what the purpose of the Sphinx was, what the purpose of all that was. And I believe, I don't know if you if you know about the, the Tartarian conspiracy. You know, I don't, but I'm, I'm ready to hear about it. Sounds interesting. Well, it, it gets weird, man. It gets weird. But the 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 whole the what is it called the the TLDR version of it is pretty much there was this worldwide civilization, and they had technology that was they call it antiquitech, and they had this technology that was out of worldly, and uh, out of this world, and they were just highly advanced, and they were just somehow wiped out. But the evidence for this. They call it the they call it the mud flood when when you see these pictures of these buildings that they dug down and underneath the main building there is more buildings so they just built on top of the old remnants of, of the other buildings and they call it the mud flood there was this 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 catastrophe right which we can agree there's been catastrophes and resets all throughout history we can agree on that if you go to to uh, uh, it's Lexor or, or Abido, somewhere over there in Egypt, there is literally behind the 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 statues where they've almost been scorched and melted, but only on one side and all of them on the same side. So maybe there was some sort of I don't know. What does the Mahabharata and all these different epics talk about about nuclear warfare? Uh, with Solomon Gomorrah, where where they talk about the 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 the, the pillar and all this stuff, maybe. That's what they were trying to figure out back then. But Tartaria talks about this worldwide civilization because of the pre-1600 maps. And cartography back then was a very sophisticated practice. These people did not make mistakes. But obviously, the, the powers that be just chuck it out and say, oh, that was a mistake. But there was this huge empire, the Tartaria Empire, over where Mongolia and China is. And... These people had a worldwide network. That's why there's all these different pyramids everywhere, right? All these pyramids line up on ley lines. Maybe it was a worldwide power grid. But the other evidence, the one that really blows my mind, and I don't know if you've seen it. Have you ever seen the 1893 World Fair? No. Look up 1893 World Fair and you tell me where you believe that to be. 
1893 World Fair. There was also another one in Italy in 1915. But look that up real quick, and you tell me where you believe that to be. Is this, is this going to – oh, my gosh. It's obvious. Let's see here. Whoa. If you were not to if, – if you were to see that, Ryan, for, for if you were just to stumble upon that, where would you think that would be? What part of the world would you think that is? Europe somewhere. That's in Chicago. <laughs> there was over 600 acres of beautiful architecture just like that. That's why you, you go to certain places like in Georgia and other places where there's this architecture that's out of place. Yeah. And, they, and, and when you ask about it, oh, no, it's a replica. Huh? Really? But that architecture, guess what they did with that architecture? 600 plus acres of that. No, no idea. They demolished about 98% of it. There's only a, a couple of buildings of that standing. But guess what? There's no pictures of us building that. There's no, there's nothing. And there was another World Fair in 1915 that they also just, yeah, fa fascinating. Yeah. Guess who attended? Guess who funded that World Fair? And this is where it gets nefarious and it gets, it goes down the rabbit hole. Oh my God. One of the main funders was JP Morgan. If you know who JP Morgan is, yeah. Fast he funded banking. yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> he, he and, and we all know that the, the that the modern day banking system was created by the knights templar through alchemic means and that is that is history that is history the, the, the same people who were worshiping baphomet this otherworldly being and jp morgan was one of the main funders of that and it took i think it, it, it was for six months and nikola tesla thomas edison was there and they were displaying different technology that they had and if you know the story of Nikola Tesla, he was funded by J.P. Morgan and abruptly had his funding cut off. And a lot of people don't talk about Tesla and they talk about Thomas Edison and all these ideas. But he, he took a lot of his ideas from Nikola Tesla. And when Nikola Tesla started to build his Wycliffe Tower and was shut down, I believe that he did have Tartarian knowledge. And 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 something uh, something otherworldly because he was way ahead of his time. He had supposed plans for direct energy weapons and all these different things that obviously the government would be interested in. And when he died, all his inventions and all his work was disappeared. And that goes down the rabbit hole of the person in charge of that. I don't know if you're familiar with that conspiracy theory. But it goes down that rabbit hole. And yeah. And there was another World Fair in 1915. And things like this. And that architecture, Ryan, goes and it's 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 in, in China. In different parts of the world, you can find that same architecture. That uh -huh. same architecture. You can find that. And you can look it up. And that's why I believe there was this Civilization X that was way ahead of its time. Through what means, I don't know. But we just found it. And in order to, to suppress that, to, to not allow the Because right now, think about it. The energy sector. There are trillions. It's a, it's a trillion dollar industry. You know, tr trillions and trillions of dollars per year. The, the, the oil industry. If you were able to just set some sort of tower up in your backyard, Ryan, and take power from the world because the stratosphere... And the atmosphere have have energy. That's proven. That's what lightning is, right? And yeah. the, the aurora borealis. That's what it is. It's energy that the world has. And you know, when you when you're on a rug and you charge yourself up and touch somebody else, you zap them, 
if you're able to just download energy literally from the cloud and you don't need the government to provide you with energy, that, that, that's a problem. And, 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 it, and it goes into the same thing with religion. It's a brokered experience. It's they, gotta they're, be, yeah. they're they're the middleman, right? The Gnostics believe that you can achieve divinity within yourself through gnosis, through knowledge. And mm-hmm. guess what happened to them? They were wiped out. And guess what happened to Nikola Tesla? He was wiped out. That's why I love Elon Musk so much because I feel that's almost like a like a like a troll move to name his car as Tesla. Like, hey, look at me, right? Total like, to- total <laughs> troll move. <laughs> and and for those that don't believe Tesla was on, I mean, the direct energy weapons we're talking about, he claimed to have figured out. Yeah. And, 100%. And, I mean, and it, it's crazy. You know, he time travel, he claimed to have figured out. And when you go down these remote viewing passages or pathways, you quickly realize that, well, this is not supposed to exist anyway, so why would time have anything to do with it? And it turns out it really doesn't. But you can see things apparently when you talk to the best of the best, and I'm nowhere near that, that you can see things, whether they're in the future or the past. And as an example, uh, my, my instructor had something that we didn't know about as a class, and we were able to view it, and only afterwards, was I, I still wasn't sold that it was real. And that was that there were tunnels underneath the Sphinx. Oh, yeah. You, you know, viewed yeah. them. And um, at the time, the article had just come out that day. And uh, we had not seen the article as students. And so when we viewed it, we were kind of blown away that, you know, the article had come out that day. And that was, you know, would we have been able to view it if the article hadn't to come out that day? I don't know. That's where the observer and the, mm. but yeah, a, yeah, it's an interesting time travel is possible. I think because the reason, so the reason you see, and I learned this as of, you know, some months ago, the reason that they, you see the, the pyramids by themselves and nothing around them is because they can't build around the area because there's so many tunnels that they fear that if they were to build anything on there, they would, they would just fall, right. It would just crumble Ooh. in on itself because there are so many catacombs and different tunnels and stuff like that. And I've even heard as far as, as that under the Sphinx, there is this, this mass that looks like a, like, like a spaceship or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's an interesting dilemma we have over there in Egypt because they do seem to have all the answers right there etched on the wall. It's just a matter of, you know, putting the symbols together. And I think, you know, the symbols are still seen and still used by our elites, which is very interesting. That's yeah, exactly. The eye of Horus and all these different, different symbols that, I mean, if you want to go a step further and really analyze the symbols, it's, it's all, it's all got to do with, with, with occult meanings, but, but what is that? It's almost, what do they call it? The type of magic, sigil magic, mm-hmm. where, where they just use these different things to keep, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm 100% convinced that 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 is a thing, and and it's all about intent. If the intent is to do something, eventually it'll happen. Maybe. And, and I believe the reason that you can see into the future and the past, and and you know you have these people, is because it's already all happened. Yeah, it's already yeah. all happened. That's why deja vu. It's just an echoing of that same event happening. It already happened to you, so you're just. It's an echo in the space and time. And totally. You know what I mean? It, it's 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 crazy. 
I mean, back to the Key of Solomon. If you want to look at stuff that looks like, well, it is sigil magic. And <laughs> it, it's a whole lot like computer. You know, it's a, it's a whole lot like computer uh, programming when you go page for page. And it, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> and for those people that don't, and you know, want to get into that, I always get the people that are like, oh, the DMT and the breathing, I can't do that because I don't want to release any drugs into my system. But there's other things you can do if you want to peer over the edge and quote unquote not, you know, do anything that's remotely strange, but they're unwilling to do those things. So it's, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, because there is this dogma surrounding it, right? Because and again, I don't, I don't mess with any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I, if you do enough mushrooms, you will meet aliens and Bigfoot and maybe become <laughs> a Bigfoot. <laughs> If you do enough of that, right, it, you like, will. And that's like why it. that's why psychedelics blow my mind because a lot of peyote, a lot of Native Americans use peyote for a lot of rituals. And what are the chances that in the Amazon they were able to get two different plants, the people, the people, right? The people there, the indigenous people there, able to get these different plants to mix them together to be able to, to do ayahuasca. And when you ask them who showed them, they literally tell you the plants told us, wait a minute, what? Yeah, through meditation and just sitting and they do all these 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 rituals. Yeah, the 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 plants showed us how to do it. Are we a failed plant experiment? All right. Like, but but what the, the the what blows my mind is that when you take these substances, you see things that you would not normally see. And I and, and when when you take mushrooms, you I, I feel you're in a different dimension. You're one hundred percent in a different dimension. Because, again, if you take enough, you'll you'll become a Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm sure Bigfoot eats plenty of mushrooms. I don't know, you know, but I agree that the possibilities of ayahuasca, you know, it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's much like you and I, like a lot of people. I love the word because a lot of people, I'm possible is the same as impossible. Yeah. And the interesting thing is like for those that don't believe in magic you know there's a reason they're getting rid of cursive because it was used for curses and really they, absolutely in schools they're getting rid of cursive i've never i haven't used cursive since like the second grade right <laughs> i don't even remember how to do it it's weird and it's just going with the flow you know you're writing but you're also going with the flow almost like an automatic writing but yeah, a lot of the things in the, in the English language are really just magic on paper or, you know, writing or spells, you know, spelling. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and again, the 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 I read something on it, but there's different wording uh, in court that they use that that symbolizes that, you know, for wizards and stuff like that. I forgot it, but but it's got it's all got to do with the same thing. But at the end of the day with like with 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 Rene Descartes when he talks about the only thing I know for sure is I, I think for there I am and that's the only thing I, I can really be sure of that that I'm me because again I think for there I am and and I've recently started watching I don't know if you've seen the show and, and we can wrap it up with this the show Westworld mm, mm -hmm. have you seen that show it's been a long time, and when I started watching it, it's nothing like it's turned into. 
like I've seen the recent trailers and stuff, and it's nothing like what Westworld started like. So I'm really interested in catching up. Well, I have I'm only on season two, but season one blew my mind. Mm -hmm. and, and, but the reason it blew my mind is because when you're when you're used to and 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 you look into these sort of things, everything makes sense, right? The symbology makes sense, like you know, being in in that simulation. Uh, the 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 creators. There's one that's dead. There's one that's living. There's one that sacrifices himself and all this stuff. It's like, well, is it like a trinity? You know, and, you know what I mean, like uh, trinitarianism and all this stuff like that. Like it, 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 when you look at that, the demiurge and all this stuff, the the Satan archetype or whatever you want to call it, the archons. You know, you know, it's got so many different words, but I just love that show so much. And and when I was watching it, it again, it, again, it's got to do. It was made in 2016, but it's almost like the matrix and the matrix came out is so ahead of its time. And I, I don't know how they allow movies like this to come out because it just hints at what, right. Uh, in 1948, when George Orwell wrote 1984, how the hell did they let that slip by the cracks? Right. And that's, that, there's a meme I saw the other day. It was like make 1984 nonfiction or something like that. Right. And because when you look at it, it's almost, it, it's spot on, right. It's spot on. Yeah. And I don't know, man, but Ryan, I had a lot of fun today. Yeah, man, uh, as always. <laughs> I love having these conversations and and just really thinking outside the box. And I know you have experienced some things that are just literally out of this world, out of this dimension, out of I don't know what. And I love when you tell these stories and your experiences at the Skinwalker. And I hope to one day uh, take a visit out there and 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 maybe perhaps see for myself and I, i'm not i'm I'm kind of skeptical right now there's some good fishing nearby so there's a good excuse right yeah there. no for sure 100 percent. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna take the trip and, and we'll go fly fishing for just some... think yeah just think fish yeah and then the rest will come yeah imagine just fly fishing and a bigfoot just pops out or something like that <laughs> so Ryan, one more time for the listeners, your podcast, if they want to hear more of you and your social media. You bet. Podcast is Hero Paranormal. Uh, you can go to heroparanormal.com. And social media is SWR on Facebook. Or you can go to spacewolfresearch.com. Right on. And I'll post that in the description again. And I want to thank you, Ryan, for coming back on. And we, again, we must do it again. Anytime, man. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Thank you.